Welcome to a breath of fresh air, celebrating the best in innovation and leadership from those that are creating positive change in the events industry and beyond. A podcast provided to you by the Professional Conference Organisers Association. My name is Libby Ray and I am delighted to be your host. Our guest today is Gary Manuel. Gary is a Senior Business Development Manager at Luna Park, Sydney, one of Australia's most popular venues, having worked there for over seven years at Luna Park. Gary is responsible for government, associations and domestic and international tourism business for the venue. Previously, Gary has had over 27 years of airline experience across numerous airlines in operational, sales and management roles. And I do believe when he's not busy, he's very busy at home with a lovely wife and four children. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much. And it's uh, great to be part of the uh, PCO um, Australia Association uh, podcast series. Fantastic. Well, let's get started. And just to get to know you a little bit more, Gary, how did you find yourself in your role at Luna Park? And what was your career journey up uh, to the present day? Uh, very good question. Um, yeah, when I left the airline industry after about 27 years, um, I decided to focus on a new challenge that would um, include uh, the experiences that I'd gained and the contacts and relationships that I'd built up over the years from government, tourism, corporate, retail, Uh, also the business events industry, associations, sporting bodies, and also a lot of international inbound business contacts. Yeah, I thought with Luna Park being an iconic business events, tourism and community location, I decided the role as a senior business development manager would be a good fit uh, with my experience to drive more domestic and international inbound business into uh, Luna Park, Sydney. I had a successful career with the airline industry, commencing you know, with Northwest Airlines in reservations and ticketing operations, then went to United Airlines as reservations manager and also New South Wales sales manager, and uh, across to uh, Virgin Australia uh, in mainly business development and group sales roles. So it's been an interesting career path over the years, but uh, one that I've thoroughly uh, enjoyed, uh, particularly meeting so many people in various forms of the business. And so the sales uh, career continues uh, in developing more domestic and international inbound business into uh, Luna Park, Sydney. Fantastic. And what a a very impressive background and and journey to where you are now. I must ask you, what's your favourite part about being in the events industry in comparison? I, I imagine you have some similar, there's some similarities in the type of work that you're doing and what you had done before. But what are some of those really great things about the events industry that keep you coming back every day? I think it's the people. I think it's the people that you meet, people people that are new um, to the industry, um, you know, people people that you dealt with over the past, whether it's in various, various businesses before. But it's just just great to connect and, you know, and see, see the business grow and expand and also for it to be a successful business, uh, particularly any type of event. As at Luna Park, we have numerous, numerous events going on all the time. That can, that can range from cocktail functions to gala dinners to, to weddings to, to conferences, exhibitions, um, you know, family days, weddings. So, yeah, it's great, great to be part of, part of that activity. Yeah, and what a, what a great diverse, diverse range of style of events that you can really pitch and, and sell to your customers as opposed to, I suppose, with airlines, it's really one service or a, a, small, a small number of services. Um, I guess you've seen a lot of growth through the airline industry and change. What do you see as the future of 
the events industry. What's, what are you seeing come about? Obviously, there's been a lot of change in the last couple of years um, and potentially a lot of change to come. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the future of events? The future of events industry is going to continue and evolve. Um, I think you know, early during during the pandemic stage, you know, you know, we noticed that there was a lot of um, hybrid hybrid type events that was that was very very popular. I think the future future events is really going to to sort of boil down to um, changes. You know, you, you have to be ready to adapt to any any future changes, particularly in technology, uh, particularly in clients' needs. And requests, so yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be challenging, but also at the same time very exciting because I think everyone in the business events industry has to continue to evolve and change and also adapt, um, particularly to the current situation, but also for f- future situations, and also understanding, you know, the clients' needs. Needs that's very very important as we move forward into the future. Fantastic, it's so true, and. I've always thought of the events industry as being a very agile industry anyway, very adaptable and changeable and malleable and creative. It's certainly something now that we have to even be more than that. Um, and great to sit, hear your points on um, your thoughts on the change and how, how we even need to identify those skills in ourselves and build on those for our customers moving forward. Yeah. Fantastic. So moving on, I would love to talk a bit more about Luna Park as a venue. Something that's coming up very, very topical at the moment is, of course, sustainability, very importantly for our industry. How important is sustainability for events and Luna Park, in your opinion? Yeah, sustainability for Luna Park is very, very important. Important. It's um, you know, it's a key key requirement of our of our business and one of our key objectives. I mean, Luna Park Venues has a, a sustainable approach to the operation of our twelve iconic and heritage-listed venues, um, most importantly by involving our community in the implementation of our vision. You know, we hope to spread the sustainable pr- practices throughout the supply chain and with our staff, contractors and crew, and most importantly with our guests, clients and event attendees. That's really, really important just to, just to get that message across to all elements of the business. Fantastic. And it's great to see large venues like yours um, that that really can make change by feeding down the line with their suppliers and partners, um, taking this seriously and really making a difference in our industry as a whole. It's fantastic. And it's also really, really important because, you know, you know, pre-COVID, I mean, you know, Luna Park Sydney hosts well over 1.2 million visitors annually into the amusement park. So it's so it's, so it's really important, um, considering also got the 12 iconic venues as well. So, yes, it's very important. Fantastic. 1.2 million visitors. Yeah, that, is that is very impressive. Do you think that's something that will grow over the years or more of a sustainable number? Yeah, I think, you know, you, you know we anticipate uh, uh, visit numbers to, to, uh, to grow. I mean, we've implemented um, nine new rides at Luna Park. Uh, which which uh, was recently completed, and um, it's it's a terrific addition to to Luna Park. Um, you know, you know, we offer a world first Big Dipper ride um, that has been commissioned and is, and is and is in operation at the moment, and is being thoroughly enjoyed by all our guests. And also, we have nine new rides that located at the back of Coney Island, uh, including the Sledgehammer and also the Boomerang, and plenty of other rides for you know you know for all the children and families that are attending attending Luna Park. So it really you know, incorporates and enhances our products and services with the rides, the amusement park, but also with our 12, um, 12 venues. Um, I don't know if our listeners are aware, but we've got 12 venues within Luna Park um, consisting 
of the the, uh, the big top, um, which can hold up to um, you know around about two thousand nine hundred for a, for a cocktail event, or, or well over a thousand for a sit down banquet dinner, uh, as well. So the big top's a very versatile venue, not just for the for the um, you know for the for the business event sector, but also for um, as I said for the um, exhibitions. We even get some, sometimes we get some really large um, music events in there as well. So it's a very, very great venue that we have within the park. We've also um, got the Crystal Palace, which incorporates three other venues within the Crystal Palace uh, complex, which is the Crystal Ballroom, the Sunset Room and the Ted Hopkins Room. And again, um, terrific, terrific venues for gala dinners. Um, Grand Ballroom can sit up to 600 for a gala dinner, 900 for a cocktail party um, as well. And the Crystal Ballroom. Similar type of numbers, 350 banquet and around about 600 for cocktails. And the great thing with our venues, uh, we have spectacular views over Sydney Harbour and the Opera House, which uh, which is a real, a real uh, you know, a game changer for us in terms of unique experiences for our for our guests. Prime real estate. <laughs> it is, it is, it is prime, and that's just a, it, and that's just a few of our venues. We've also got the Palais Palais venue, which is located above the Amphora Wine Bar, which will be opening within the next uh, couple of months for our for our guests as well. So we're looking forward to the opening of the Amphora Wine Bar. But the the Palais venue is located above the Amphora Wine Bar and has spectacular views over the harbour. Uh, again, around about a hundred sit down um, dinner, and about so we can hold about two hundred and fifty cocktails. Uh, in the um, in the uh, Palais Palais venue, but another area that's that's really great about Luna Park is that um, you know you know we can offer exclusive use of the park, and that's going to be a key priority for us as the international borders open up, and uh, we're really going to be targeting a lot of the large events coming into Sydney, um, you know, to be offering uh, off-site type um, events for large conferences. So that's an area where guests can have exclusive use of the park, and we can take up to you know six thousand guest into Luna Park for exclusive use. Uh, that's including all our rides and all of our venues. So, yes, yeah, some really exciting opportunities moving forward. And, and that's why, yes, yeah, sustainability is so important with the amount of numbers that we get through through the um, through the park and also, you know, um, you know, dealing dealing with waste management as, as well. That's, that's a real key, uh, key focus on us to make sure cleanliness and we're doing the right things from an environmental perspective as well. Fantastic. That's absolutely wonderful. And coming back to the, and I absolutely love the diversity of the types of events that you can execute at Luna Park. I actually recall personally going to a wonderful event where it was in the the, the Crystal Palace area, but then we did a networking event on the Ferris wheel. And it was just so amazing because it's not really an experience that you could get anywhere else, which is great. You kind of bring out your inner child, have a very different and diverse experience, um, but still being able to conference the way that you need to as well, which is amazing. Um, I'd love to know for you or for on Luna Park's behalf, how do you measure a successful event? What are some of the the key indicators of understanding when an event has been successful? But what we do, we, we liaise very, very closely with, you know, you know, with all the users, you know, the contractors, the, the event managers, direct with the clients, um, et cetera. And also, also what we, what we do, we send out a, um, a survey form, which, which, which is very important, uh, which the client at the end of the event would, would complete and send through. 
and uh, following feedback from the client um, if there's any changes or, or, or any ideas that uh, we think needs needs to uh, change in terms terms of their event or their expectations we will act immediately but uh, we have great processes in place from from the start of the event with the event manager taking care of all the final details leading up to the event and then a very thorough follow through with the client at the end of the event to make sure that the uh, the event is a highly successful one and that's one of our key objectives just to make sure it's a it's a it's a win-win for all parties in terms of any event in terms of events um, pre pre-covid um, you know, we would hold well over 500 events um, at Saluna Park Sydney in in a year so uh, you know, with the with the park being open, we can still have all those events operating at the same time within wow. within our venues. So uh, we have a we have a great professional team of event managers uh, to to ensure that uh, all of our clients are getting the the absolute best service that we can offer. Fantastic! And wow, that's uh, that's quite incredible. Five hundred events throughout a twelve month period, which is a great lead in to my next question: How is Luna Park? seeing the return of events now have you now are you now coming back to pre-covid hate using that words now um pre-covid levels of bookings and and is the forecast looking better the same or, or worse at the moment yes uh yeah we're slowly slowly recovering uh to pre-covid levels um we, we, yeah we're seeing we're seeing particularly over the last last five months really strong signs of recovery for both domestic, but also importantly international. We're getting some really good business coming through international as well, which is really, really pleasing. And I think that now that the, the borders are finally open, uh, there's, there's um, greater, greater confidence in the market. And um, I think the demand for conferences, seminars, cocktail parties, gala dinners, and even music events, is really starting to take off. And we've noticed, um, you know, even even with our with our uh, bookings, uh, we're getting really strong demand um, from you know from basically now right through to uh, right through to Christmas. Uh, that's for the domestic, but also for international, a lot of uh, strong interest going into twenty twenty three and also twenty twenty four for particularly uh, a lot of the large international uh, events coming into Sydney. We're getting really uh, really strong strong demand, which is which is pleasing, which is pleasing. So. Uh, yeah, so we're not uh, not at uh, pre-COVID uh, levels yet, but uh, the way that the forecast is tracking and the bookings are tracking, uh, we'll be hitting that fairly fairly soon. The way that interest is coming in at the moment, which is which is terrific. Fantastic! It's great news for for Luna Park and great news for our industry to see the success of the return. Now there is absolutely. No question about the uh, catastrophic impact that the last couple of years has had on our industry, although it does seem that Luna Park has made the most of it in in upgrading uh, their services. But what are some of the things that has changed or some of the challenges that we faced that will continue to be in our industry moving forward? What's here to stay? Yeah, what's here to stay? Uh, I would say looking at uh, the last the last two years and the way that we've managed, um, you know, the the COVID nineteen situation here here at Luna Park. I think there's going to be greater greater focus and uh, emphasis on on uh, safety and health. I think this will be will be following all you know, New South Wales government uh, regulations, um, rules and conditions um, as as advised by the government. And I think they, they're always going to be there to stay. I think safety and health is going to be critical uh, in the business moving forward. And uh, with greater infamous, uh, infamous on cleaning, 
etc and making sure that it's a it's a it's a work friendly safe environment for all our staff and also for our, for our customers as well so that's that's what I see moving moving forward as well and also getting getting ready to adapt to any changes that that uh, may happen as uh, happened during the uh, during the pandemic I know we're coming out of it but it's still it's still still there hanging around so you just have to be prepared and you know to, to make sure that uh, everything is um, you know applied to and enforced to ensure that all our all our clients and staff are, are working in a very safe and friendly and uh, environment it's interesting I, I often reflect on uh, scenario planning has always been an important part of event management however it really has a brand new definition now doesn't it it's <laughs> we really don't know what the future holds and we've certainly been challenged to think differently and think about what could potentially come in the future and plan for that, which is uh, very interesting. Also, too, I think in, you know, the future, I think, you know, also, um, you know, flexibility, you know, you, you know, with what I think the pandemic's taught, taught us at Luna Park is also teamwork. I think, um, you know, during during the construction phase and the lockdown phase, you know, uh, all of our all of our teams were assisting with uh, very various departments, like working with the maintenance teams, you know, working with our uh, venue management teams, uh, just, just in you know, in terms of maintenance um, within our venues, because it was a perfect opportunity for us during lockdown was to uh, was to install the new rides and uh, really focus on the uh, development of our uh, of our of our rides and also the update update and upgrades of our um, venues. So, uh, so that's I suppose it's it's going to create more flexibility with, within the workforce in particular as well. It certainly shows the benefits of using the time or the the challenges that we faced in the last two years as an opportunity as well and, and thinking positively around what can be done, not what can't be done. And it's great to see how that's benefited Luna Park and will benefit your customers, but we'll also get to see how much of a benefit that will have into the future. So it's great to see Luna Park really leading the way and, and staying positive and future focused, which is great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, what is something that has been positive for you personally that has come out of the last two years? I would say teamwork. What for me personally, working working with various um, departments across Luna Park Sydney has been a been an absolute privilege. I mean, more you know, for us focusing on venues and sales and bringing business into uh, Luna Park, it's be great to work with, say, the maintenance team, you know, the security detail team. As well as uh, park operations, I think that's been, a, been an absolute privilege to work with the team and and also to learn more of what they actually do themselves in their own different departments. Because as you know, with Luna Park, there's a lot of moving parts around Luna Park, from you know from catering to you know to the cleaners, to the to the amusement park operators, uh, to our engineers, our maintenance crew, etc. So it's absolute uh, privilege to to work over the last two years amongst the um, closely knit team at uh, Luna Park in Sydney. It's been terrific. Another uh, positive, I think, was um, some uh, working from home, as we've all experienced. Um, you know, Zoom calls were quite frequent there for a while, so that was that was great to connect in that new new uh, um, term of communication, which was which was terrific. But uh, now, I would say over the last two years, it's just the uh, positivity in working with the Luna Park Sydney team have been absolutely terrific. Fantastic. It, it was interesting to hear you talk about how many different departments that Luna Park has and 
personally, I, I obviously know that there would be all of those things, but I had never really pictured how much a scale of a workforce there really is there. I won't hold you to the number, but roughly how many staff or how many people does Luna Park employ? Yeah, well, it can vary. I mean, full-time staff are well over well over 100, um, you know, but so once we hit our peak periods, whether it's the June, July school holidays, September school holidays, also December, January school the school holiday period, and we do employ a lot of a uh, lot of casual casual staff. So so the numbers can increase up to around about eight hundred uh, during during those peak uh, peak times um, because because when we're getting you know five six thousand guests coming into the park every day, obviously we need uh, more more staff numbers on board as well as with our events. Um, you know, operating at the same time. So, you know, the staff numbers can increase depending on the uh, time of the year. Fantastic. Wow, you're really supporting a huge community with the amount of people that you employ there uh, to execute both the park and, and your events. That's amazing to hear. I guess there would be a little bit of a challenge like we're all facing at the moment in relation to employment and finding people to fill those roles. Is that something that Luna Park is finding a challenge at the moment as well? Yes, yes, I think it is a challenge at the moment. I think it's a thing across all, all the companies are experiencing at the moment. Um, but actually, we have commenced a major um, hiring drive. So if any of your listeners have, are looking at a career at Lunar Park, uh, please uh, please go to our uh, Lunar Park uh, website at lunarparksydney.com careers. And there is plenty of uh, jobs going on, on at the moment. So uh, I thoroughly recommend that to all your listeners that are uh, sort of looking for an employment, um, please refer to our website because it's a terrific place to work. Also has the best views in Sydney. Fantastic. I imagine it's a very happy place to work. Sure is. Lots of laughter. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It's, and it's great, great to, uh, you know, even, even wandering around the park from our offices, it's great to see the, the fun element, you know, you know that our, our guests are getting throughout the park. It's, it's really terrific. Fantastic. Now, moving on to my next question, what is one thing about the business events industry that no one else gets or potentially even a surprising thing that you learnt coming into the events industry that you never knew? What are your thoughts on on that? Is there anything that's sort of jumping to mind? Uh, I think the uh, complexity involved with with an event, um, you know, because you're dealing dealing with a lot of lot of uh, people. You know, there could be you know people coming in with um, you know with catering. Um, you know, there, uh, there could be um, a PCA that's uh, bringing in um, you know you know particular uh, materials for their event. There could be contractors coming in. You got the the AV guys coming in, audio visual guys. Uh, there's entertainers. Uh, there's contractors, um, you know. There's the decorators. So you're dealing with a lot of a lot of contractors and a lot of, as I said before, a lot of moving parts are involved in the industry uh, leading up to an event. So um, yeah, it's just dealing with a lot of people, and uh, that's what I found I found um, interesting coming in coming into this particular space is all the connectivity with different types of people uh, leading into the event as well. That's a really good point. It certainly is a lot more complex than people tend to realise about our industry. It is. We're not it just is. party planners. <laughs> no, no, there is there is a lot behind the scenes to to ensure that the that the that our clients um, you know are going to have a successful event. That's for sure. Fantastic. Now, Gary, I have a few questions that I ask every single guest. I'm going to throw into them. They're called our Fast Five, and I'm going to throw in an extra one at the end just for you. Uh, what is the greatest event that you've ever attended? I would have to say ACDC. 
Amazing. Without a doubt. The favourite, your favourite city in the world? Rio de Janeiro. Amazing. Colourful city, isn't it? Oh, spectacular, particularly around carnival time. It was Mm. absolutely brilliant, brilliant place. The best book of all time? The best book of all time, I'm a bit of a Civil War buff. I would say The Personal Memoirs of Ulysses S. Grant. Wow, fantastic. Um, What or who is your greatest inspiration? That's a a tough one. I'll be as quick as I can. I I would say there's inspiration everywhere, but I tend to look a bit on history. Um, The Antarctic explorer and geologist Sir Douglas Mawson. Wow, fantastic. And would we be more likely to find you climbing a mountain or jumping out of a plane? Definitely climb a mountain. Yeah, I don't think I could jump out of a plane, no. Everyone I speak to in the, that has been in the airline industry says this, has the same answer, <laughs> which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Now I have one quick question I'm going to throw in because I'm very curious. What's your favourite ride at Luna Park? Favourite ride, without a doubt, is our new ride, the Big Dipper. Absolutely fabulous. And I encourage all of your listeners, if you're ever in Sydney, come across the Luna Park and try the Big Dipper. It's fabulous. Fantastic. I will be there. Now, Gary, where can some listeners find you online or contact you if they want to learn more about Luna Park's event services or uh, want to just have more of a chat about what we've been talking today? Yeah, it'll be an absolute privilege. Um, I can give you my uh, office number. It's Sydney 02-9033-7632 or email gmanual at lunaparksydney.com. So it's G-M-A-N-U-E-L at lunaparksydney, one word, dot com. Or it can be reached on uh, LinkedIn or Facebook. But it's I'd love to uh, hear, hear from you out there, all, all, all the listeners. If there's any any events that you're planning, uh, please uh, please give me a call or, or our team and we'll be delighted to assist in any any event that uh, you have in the future. And uh, as I said, we've said I've... I've had a long association with the PCO Association of Australia going back to my airline days and it's, uh, you know, they're a, they're a great, great bunch of people to work with and, um, you know, we're looking forward in continuing our business uh, business partnership that we've had with the PCO for, um, for a number of years. Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us today, Gary. No, you're welcome. Absolute, absolute pleasure and uh, for everyone, keep in touch. And as I said, if, if you're in Sydney, please come across to Luna Park. As I said, we're open for business and we're really looking forward to a, to, to a, to a really bright future, particularly, um, you know, with all the new rides that we're, we're, we're installed uh, at the park and we're now a, a real world-class amusement entertainment precinct. So please, please come across, please. We'll be delighted to, uh, to host your event. Fantastic. Exciting times ahead. Thank you so much to Gary Manuel. And of course, thank you to the PCOA for making this podcast possible. My name is Libby Ray, and I'll see you next time for another Breath of Fresh Air. Until then, be kind and stay safe.